Patrick, it is the Polini Perspective. It's the Christmas week edition and- Christmas special that's replacing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Now, when we at Thanksgiving, we decided to do a gratitude podcast, but I'm not sure that you're feeling gratitude this morning. No, well, I don't know about gratitude. It is Christmas week. I'm trying to get into the Christmas spirit slowly. It's very, so I'm actually in North Carolina. Um, We're going to celebrate Christmas here with with the fam. Um, It's all decorated. Kristen, amazing job. We got trees in every room, trying to make it as festive as possible. Uh, But what we we really want to know, though, how your diet and drinking is going, because that's always... (laughs) absolutely terribly my my son is actually right now on his way to our favorite bagel place to get me a taylor ham egg and cheese sandwich wow yeah okay and then i'm gonna try to go running later which probably will turn into just starting to drink around noon <laughs> well, it's always fun because you're, I mean, we've been doing this podcast for two years and Kristen always seems to around the holidays, like put out all these snacks all day. I mean, your house sounds great. She's always got snacks and homemade things. I'm starting to feel that there's an ulterior motive on her part. She has snacks like on these little pin, like she has like a snack tree, like they're pinned to this thing. I'm like, what is this? So you walk by, you grab a snack. What? What do you think? What do you think her motive is? Is she trying to get you fat or just the heart attack? Like, what are we going for? Yeah, some sort of death by uh, death by sugar or something. I don't know. Death by pinwheel. Um, Okay. Well, I definitely want to hear what your Christmas day plans are, but I feel like there's so much going on. I I mean, I've been curious your thoughts on this stimulus package, on this massive cyber hack. of course, a vaccine rolling out. Now we hear there's a super yeah. strength. Where sports? Where do you want to start? Well, stimulus deals done officially last night. It'll hit the president's desk today. Um, listen, Congress barely did their job. You know, I I, I believe they failed again. Um, it's it's a weak stimulus package. It's the bare minimum. I mean, you know, some are blaming McConnell. Others are blaming the Democrats because they wanted all this other stuff and these guarantees. Regardless of what side of the aisle you're on, you're going to blame the other side. But the fact remains, Congress is just the ineptness of Congress this year is stunning to me. I mean, they all should be removed, like for the most part. Like it's I, I, I you know, I'm starting to this is going to sound terrible, But I'm starting to think the American people just don't pay attention and they know we're fools. Like we continue to elect the same people over and over and over again and nothing gets done. Cities are still in shambles. Schools are still struggling. People are struggling. Infrastructure is terrible. I mean, again, I'm not just talking the last four years. I mean, this goes back now, several administrations. Right. You know, the Republicans were were obstructionists under Obama. The Democrats were obstructionists under Trump. Um, it, you know, going back, you know, it's it's really listen in a Christmas week. It's it's really disheartening that Congress just. I mean, the stuff they're five thousand page bill. You do you think anyone read that thing? No, absolutely not. And what is what's most disheartening to you about it? So six hundred dollars stimulus checks going out to people making seventy five thousand or less, and then if you have a kid, like I mean, too little. Okay, 
A, that's too little. The employment benefits should be larger. Um, and really, the small business, you know, the loan should be grants. Um, and then, listen, th th then, you know, th the feds needed to, I think, step up more. And then I certainly, I think, that the states um, and counties as well. If you're going to shut businesses down, like in Montgomery County and Prince George's County and now D.C. this week, um, I, it be, it's beyond me how it can be legal to shut a business down, tell them they can't make a living, and then not give them money. Okay, so, well, Anne Arundel, so Anne Arundel County in, my, in Maryland closed indoor dining. I believe it was Tyson's Food Group, a restaurant group, with some other restaurant groups sued and got an injunction from a judge that said, they didn't have the data or the science or the rationale to prove that going from 25 or 50% to zero would actually help. Make a difference. Right. So now I believe Montgomery County has some restaurants suing. I believe D.C. should. I, I think it's time to stand up. And again, I say this knowing how serious COVID is, knowing the impact it has had. Sure. And can still have. The argument that people come back to me with is, well, you know, restaurants create a higher risk. Yeah, we do at 100 percent or at 75 percent. But show me the data that says at 50 or in Montgomery County's case or Prince George's County case when they're already at 25, which is a bare minimum. Yep. That going to zero will have a significant impact versus that of Costco or Target or uh, other places. That's the data they can't show you. They talk in these hyperbole of, oh, we know, they, 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 they cite these South Korean studies about the impacts of, of in restaurants, how the contact tracing had people, you know, a high percentage of people who tested positive had just visited a restaurant. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. see that a lot. We knew in March that restaurants were a dangerous place. But the point is, you're going to shut them down, prevent them from working, put people out of business, without science or without specific data on, again, the 50 to zero, 25 to zero. That's what I'm referring to. So do you think it's because I'm, I'm fascinated by this in the sense that, you know, in D.C., in the district, Mayor Bowser going as of Wednesday is yep. going to shut all indoor downing, dining back down. Oh, by the way, she announced it last Thursday, I believe, um, and said it was a public health crisis yet waited five days to shut it down. So it, it's either a public health crisis to go indoors or it's not. And well, if it is a public health crisis, then it should have shut down immediately. I think what's also interesting, though, is, you know, she tried to do that with worship, but the Archdiocese of Washington yeah, so, sued them, and now she's backing off. So it's like, do the restaurant associations maybe not have enough money to sue? Is that why that she kind of gets away? Because, I mean, I was... I thought that was such a, a, it was a Washington Post article that was just such a contradictory. I think, I think ultimately the courts will give a lot of discretion to mayors and county executives and governors and so forth. So we'll see what happens in Anne Arundel. They did get the injunction. I haven't read an update on that, to be honest. Um, and again, I've said this, if you're nervous about going to a restaurant or you don't, then don't go, right. don't go. Right. And, you know, you saw what the CDC said recently, you know, this thing 
you know, it's going to sound terrible, but young people just don't get really sick. They just don't. Not even at a remotely low percentage. It's it's a minute percentage. It's the 65 pluses that this thing predominantly has impacted. Right. We have shut down businesses and restaurants and people's livelihoods to protect the elderly for the most part. And you can agree or disagree or argue the merits of that. But to completely shut down, do you think 75-year-olds are going to a restaurant in D.C. over the holidays? No. So let them still try to practice self-distancing, discipline in a restaurant. Protect. Restaurants know how to keep things healthy, too. Yeah, of course there were some restaurants that abused the power, sure. just like in everything. Families are still having parties. And, you know, I, I see friends, people I consider friends, having 20 people over on a weekend for a wine party. Uh, yeah, like, okay. I mean, yeah, people are going to do it, right? And and what did you think of that article of Deborah Burks? Like, obviously, she's Dr. Burks has gotten a lot of backlash uh, in the past week because. Yeah, listen, I, it was her son. It was her, like, not from the same household, but it was immediate family. I know. I thought that was I, overblown. I don't know all the. Fa- I think it went overboard to just criticize her. Me too. Um, yeah. Okay. You know, listen, no one's perfect. Yeah, no one. See, right. You want to see your son and your grandkids? Do you have a second home at the shore? Maybe they all got tested. Maybe they self quarantined beforehand. You know, I, I, I think that was just a. Oh yeah, once you once you read into this story, you're like, okay, she's she's been with this immediate yeah. family for a while. I mean, yeah. they took a, yeah. you know, it, they didn't so, even celebrate Thanksgiving. That was that was the most overblown, yeah. ridiculous article. I, you know, I've said this before, and this is going to sound really arrogant, but but. Unfortunately, a pandemic just separates true leaders from the the not-so. And I think, for example, the county executive in Montgomery County has just done a terrible job. I really believe that. I believe from the beginning. I believe that if a county of our stature still doesn't have any plan for schools, completely shut down indoor dining, hasn't kept up with the state, has failed businesses, and really basically in the last month seemed almost primarily concerned with this new climate control plan they have to, to, to cut out you know, fossil fuels by 2035. I, I just, listen, he was elected county executive yeah. in Maryland. But by the way, most states don't have county executives. And you know what? I've been I've been very um, I've praised Larry Hogan, governor of Maryland, for a long time. I think he's failing right now in the sense that he should have taken he abdicated decisions to the county execs. He needed to take it back. He's the governor of the state. At the end of the day, he's governor for all people. Okay, he has a 65 percent approval rating. He should have said enough is enough. We're going to keep restaurants open in every county at minimum of 25. But aren't you amazed? I mean, we talk about this on and off and then we then we can move on. But I mean, I'm always amazed. Like, it doesn't seem that people are really revolting. You know, it doesn't seem like no. people are really protesting. I just don't so- think they have the means. Right. They just don't have the means. Right. I mean, it takes a it takes a big restaurant group with some financial means or some backing to do this. You think a local, you know, yeah. Thai Small. restaurant or a local, you know, barbecue joint can can fight? No. For eight, by the way, 
A, they don't have the means, nor do they probably have the wherewithal of the time. Sure. And, you know, I just, I just think we have felt, I, I've had this argument with somebody who's a teacher um, who, who I know well, and, you know, they keep trying to compare us well, we have more low low income homes or minority homes in the area, and those are the people who are getting COVID at a higher rate. So therefore, they don't want to go back to school. and And I understand that. And I'm sympathetic for all that. But explain to me how our region is different than New York City, Boston, Connecticut, Bridgeport, New Haven, most areas in Chicago. Until recently, then because of the spike, they did go virtual in, in those cities. Many states in the South, right. Virginia, we failed. Like, stop trying to be. We're not different. We're not that different. Maybe the maybe the part of the problem is that we do everything by counties in this area: Loudoun County, Fairfax County. Right. Maybe we shouldn't. Maybe we should do it by school district. Right. I, I tweeted this a few weeks ago. You know, ho, uh, uh, Mark Ellerick keeps putting out the zip code heat map of where the COVID cases are the highest in the county. Okay. Well, maybe in those zip codes that it's low, let those restaurants open up. Right, right. I mean, listen, most of those areas are probably just adjacent to Frederick County, which is open. So, like, what, like, two blocks away, you go into a new county, you think that's somehow going to make a difference? Well, and, you know, overall, it's not effective anyhow, because we know people from, in our area, people are traveling to different states. It's like Mayor Bowser's. 44 state quarantine for all these months it's been it's ridiculous well it hasn't worked right i mean to your point it hasn't worked yeah we're we're, we're with everyone else okay how hopeful are you though with the vaccine being rolled out you know we've seen over the past 10 days um obviously frontline workers are starting to get it a lot of uproar um with senators representatives in congress they got it including aoc which i thought was really dumb here's a 30 year old getting it really like stupid to put why? that picture out there first of all she she represents a district that you know and i give kudos to you know early on i gave kudos to, to to cuomo and then i think he messed up the nursing home thing for sure at a significant level but at the end of the day new york and new jersey now they may not have any businesses open down the road i don't know what the economic impact's going to be yeah but they, but you you can you can dine indoor in new jersey right now and, you know, the positivity rate in, in those regions of New York and New Jersey is very low right now. So here's AOC going to get, oh, you know, for continuity of um, of government and to show the people that it's okay to get the vaccine. That's bull, right? Listen, I could see Pelosi getting it. And well, Marco talking. Rubio got it. How do you feel no. about them? Terrible. Marco Rubio, you know. Who probably was. State, by the way, from the state of Florida that opened um you know, way too early and contributed to a lot of this, you know, going back to spring break, this, this spread in other states, there's Rubio getting a shot. Listen, this isn't, you know, it, it's, I, look, I can get, I get Pence, obviously I get Biden, I get Trump, I get Pelosi, I get McConnell, I get Schumer, McCarthy, you know, yeah, those are the, the six big, or seven, yeah. the Senate pro temp, who obviously is a, what, fourth or fifth in line for the presidency. They have to be, yeah. Okay, I can get that, right? But after that, screw you. By the way, they're getting the shots and they hadn't even passed the stimulus bill yet. <laughs> I, I, It's amazing, right? It's amazing. 
And maybe you're right. Maybe Americans don't care. Maybe it's just so, not bad I, enough. A, they don't care. They don't pay attention. And they don't. And by the way, I'm not sure we get good people to run. Like who? Like these people that we're voting for, they're just not very good. Well, they're not. Right? They're, they're just not good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there's a lot of factors to that, right? It is very expensive to run. Now you have to raise so very much expensive. money. You, you get ripped apart. And even on a local level, a local election level, you get ripped apart. The, the, you know, At the end of the day, it's not worth it. It's really not. Because of social media, because of poor punditry, yep. and because of a tax on things that are irrelevant in the big scheme of things right right we we've now we we, we we're, we're we're getting what we deserve right we're getting what we deserve i mean at the end of the day if somebody did something stupid you know 10 years ago do i really care if they could actually guide my city state or, or business through no, a pandemic. It's, it's, no it's it's crazy that any of that scandal you know and i mean we have to start electing people who we believe can lead through a pandemic, create real progress, create real jobs, create real um, economic stimulus for all. Like we elect people based on, I don't even know. <laughs> image, you know, image, the, you know, just like how they present themselves. Uh, you know, do they have big packs? money behind them i mean you know there's so many things yeah, I mean, listen, there's so many facts okay. political, and, and that's not new that i do but believe it's a worse. little bit it's getting harder worse, though. it's getting worse because of social media and some of these other things absolutely but anyway let's move on okay i am curious about this cyber attack which i think is just like an atrocity and you know to me this is the, like the most listen, worrying I tweeted, thing I, I tweeted about it the other day and i got a lot of response it's I keep using the word disheartening, but it, it's, it's absolutely disheartening that the president of the United States and his administration continues to perpetuate a false narrative on the election um, to the tune of ignoring everything else. OK, to the tune of the, the covid spiking over the last month, to the tune of the cyber attack, to the tune of the stimulus bill or progress. Um, you know, it's. I think, and I don't say this lightly, you got to be concerned about his, his state of mind. I agree. And, and, and you know. Uh, Do you I, have any Republican friends anymore that defend President Trump? Because I, I know a lot of. Defend, uh, defend him for the recent actions? Very, very, very few. Isn't defend it so, him, yeah. Defend him for the overarching. Listen, I. I, you know, I've said this to other people. I've said this to you. I think the Russia collusion thing right out of the gate, the impeachment in year three, I think just was terrible. Um, you know, I, I, I don't I think it inhibited our country's ability to really have. I mean, we had some progress in the last four years, Not but to much, seriously yeah. have real progress. Similar to what McConnell did to Obama, I believe, eight years ago, or not, well, what is it now, almost 12 years ago. But that I think some of those, those investigations were clearly politically motivated, as it turns out. But having said that, I think it's very hard to defend his handling of COVID 
Yeah, listen, I think a lot of people messed up. I think he got crushed on the initial, uh, you know, China travel ban. Was it really a travel China travel ban? I don't know. But he did get called a, um, you know, a racist for it and, and, and xenophobe and all these things. As it turned out, it was it probably should have been even a more strict travel ban, right? As it turned out. Well, I think people were supportive of that. I think once he got coronavirus, then went joyriding, you know, then, you know, endangered, uh, you know, military people who... Well, I, I think the lack of federal so many plan things. early on was the problem, right? I think if he had come out in April, May with a real plan, even early, you know, a real plan, testing, super, you know... You know, just like the warp speed initiative, which I give, you know, listen, I give him credit for. I mean, we've got, and again, you know, people can argue whether he directly impacted this or not, but the fact remains this country got two, maybe more vaccines approved and being administered right now before the end of the year, which he said, and people laughed at him. They literally laughed at him. Pundits, media, journalists, other politicians absolutely laughed. You could argue how much direct responsibility he had, you know, what, what, but the fact remains warp speed worked. Okay. And if you're going to give him all the negative, when he messes up, you got to give him some of the positive. Right. So, but having said that, to answer your original question, very difficult to defend what he's done in the last month or two. Very, very I find this cyber attack to be incredibly uh, disturbing. You know, obviously yeah. Mitt Romney, who's been critical of President Trump for a long time, you know, is like, hello, is anyone taking this seriously? No. Like, like, but Trump, where's Russia the media could... on this? Where's the like? I, I'm I, blown. I feel like this I is mean, the listen, scariest I, it's thing. Been, it's been covered, but has it? Like, it's, I, I don't. <sighs> no, it's like, it's like a blip in the, the radar. And I'm like. I'm with Mitt Romney. This could be like the, our next huge. I mean, we're more we're more concerned with who's you know Ariana Grande is getting engaged again, right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> for the fifth time or whatever, right? Whatever it is, right? right? I I'm with you. The cyber attack to me is so frightening of what Russia has accumulated over the past several months. I mean, this massive deep hack, and yet President Trump has said absolutely nothing. In fact, he's trying to, to blame China when even Mike Pompeo has come out and said, look, this is totally yeah. Russia. And even William Barr. I mean, it, it's just got— it's got, Barr, who was a staunch—, staunch you know, I guess you want to say defender. I, you know, I don't. I think Barr got a bad rap early on. I think that was politically motivated because it appeared he was in Trump's corner. But at the end of the day, he said there's no reason to do a special, um, a special counsel on Hunter, Hunter Biden or Joe Biden. You know, they've been looking at this. In, you know, from the from the uh, from uh, they've been looking at the Hunter information for two years. If something was there, they Barr would have come right. out, right? Uh, he said, Barr came out and said that there was no irregularities or systemic fraud on um, the election. So, and then he resigned and he's gone this week. So we just need to move on. Listen, I, yeah. do, I think, do I think Biden's the answer? No, I'm not sure. Uh, you know, but it's we gotta we see ha- we, we have to see right? we have, we have to, to see all right let's talk sports really quickly um oh, real quick let's before we get off politics yeah. so the georgia senate race where obviously it's going to decide the the head of the senate yeah whether it's dems or republicans a half a billion dollars 
is it, being spent in the state. See, and that's I'm, why good course. people don't run. Who are you going to? Who can afford that? Think about that for a second. Half a billion dollars, right? Look, that's like all we're all getting for our stimulus check, and they spent it on two people for a Senate race. That's like, I mean, no, it's I mean, that's seriously like when you think about that, it's. it's I mean, five hundred million. You could, you could give another dollar to dollar and a half to every person in the country. Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> But you, okay, so, yeah, I mean, we're going to have, as we head into the new year, a lot to talk about um, as this continues to unfold. What about, you know, you were tweeting a lot about sports, though. So the NFL, um, the the playoffs, what are you, um, where are you at Rapid fire here. Um, It drives me crazy that if you win your division in the NFL, not only do you get in the playoffs, regardless of your record, or if, even if you're not one of the top six, or in this case, this year, seven teams, not only that, you get a home game. So the Washington football team or the New York Giants or the Dallas Cowboys or the Philadelphia Eagles, the most wins they'll have is eight, probably will probably have a seven and nine team, not only make the playoffs over a team like Chicago Bears, who probably will be nine and seven. Um, they'll get a home game. They'll get a home game against a team that's three <laughs> to four games better than them. In what world? This is the NFL is supposed to be the most competitive sport, you know, maybe in the world, you know, certainly, certainly in the, the U.S., certainly here, certainly in the U.S. And you know, we're all rah rah sports, uh, win at all costs. Yeah, we're putting a team that's seven and nine in the playoffs. And not only that, oh, by the way, you get to play at home against a team that went 10 and six or like, seriously? So anyway, total pet peeve on that. It's ludicrous. The NFL needs to change the rule. You know, I, I don't love it, but if you want to give in and say, okay, if you win your division, you automatically get in the playoffs. I, I, I don't love that, but I, I can live with that. Okay. But then it should be seated based on record. And they should have to travel to the team who's three games better than them. This isn't hard, the NFL. This isn't. Why would you give a team a home game? They're, well, by the way, they're already playing in a weak division. They already have a crappy record. Right. And now you're giving. So you're rewarding them for being in a weak division and having a crappy record. And, okay, maybe this year's a little different because of no fans and stuff. But could you imagine, like, so, so right now you have the Rams. If the playoffs had in today, you'd have the Rams at nine and five traveling across the entire country to play the Washington football team, who's six and eight. Three games better. <laughs> I mean, think about that. In the NFL, they only play 16, and they're three better. That's like. And what were you? You were kind of like commenting about Haskins, too, over the week. Like, I, I don't know. Did he throw two interceptions or is it something like. I, I, I didn't. I'm sort of no, like disheartened I with just, the. I, I mean, listen. I, I, I always go back to the sports media in D.C. is just, I find difficult. I find that, they're you know, super they get excited. excited about it. They get excited about a six and 18. Yeah, they're really okay. excited. Like the tweets from some of these reporters. I mean, it is like this is this is looking great. This is like the best the Washington. <laughs> I mean, they, they scored 15 points. This week and the week before, they didn't even score an offensive touchdown. <laughs> okay, Haskin had a good quarter and a half. Great, good for him. He was the number one pick for the for them. Like, stop. Like, 
like, what are we doing here? Like, this is the NFL. Look at the Cle- look at the Browns. They What's from- their record? What are they? How are they, how are they doing? Uh, now they're what ten and four. Okay, yeah, that's. I mean, that's pretty good I mean, for you them. Have, you have teams who go three and thirteen and make the playoffs the next year. Like, stop. Like, okay, yeah, we're making a little progress. I will give them that. The defense is strong. Chase Young made the Pro Bowl today. Um, the defense is legit, but their quarterback's terrible. They, I mean, he, he's not, he's okay. Like he's a backup. Yeah. Right. It's, they need to go get a quarterback. I, you know, like I said, I, I'm kind of not watched. I just feel like the NFL has not been nearly as exciting. I was a huge Pats fan. Obviously first time in years, they're not making oh, yeah. the playoffs. First time since 2008, right? I mean, yeah. And and what, how do, what do we think? Do we think um, Cam Newton is by out? By the way, I think the last time they didn't make the playoffs was 2008. I know, they years? Go, yeah. Right, you ready for this? I believe they went 11-5, and five, which is crazy. 11-5 and five makes the playoffs. But that year, I believe, wow. because of the division stuff, they, they lost out on a tiebreaker to make the playoffs at 11-5. and five. That's crazy. So, um, you know, because some team like I think the Chargers that year were eight and eight in the West and made the playoffs. <laughs> um, Patrick, I know you got to go, so we'll we'll um we'll follow up with your Christmas after Christmas and find oh, Christmas, out. Yeah, so Christmas. Uh, yeah, listen, it's great. A lot of food, fun, relaxing. Um, well, I want to know about the gifts. I mean, now you're getting your daughter a wedding, which is you know that's a huge gift. But I mean, in 2022, that she's oh. not going to count that this year. <laughs> But by the way, that's changed now. Now, now it's her fiance's responsibility to get her gifts, right? I mean, we're getting her gifts. But this, this, this whole, this whole cog. This isn't wake up on Christmas morning and have twenty gifts like you used to. Oh, have. really? Like, so is, you're limiting it in the Paulini household? Really? It's a couple gifts. Wow, I'm surprised. I figured you and Kristen still go all out for your kids. I figured like. Oh, she does. I don't buy anything, so I admit it. <laughs> <laughs> I literally don't even know one thing they're going to... It's terrible. I know, it's terrible. I, I, I'm i a bad person like that. <laughs> okay, okay. So we've limited the gifts. We're doing that too in our house. Like, we're not doing as many gifts. Like, a couple gifts for each I, person. I will say, though, and I, you know, I don't normally... Like, I don't tweet this stuff or anything, but I, I went overboard this year on donating to charities. I really did. And I'm not oh, saying that to great. get any kudos, because I don't... But since we're talking about it... Uh, food pa- somebody reached out the other day a food pantry needed some help so you know a few of us stepped up we uh, that's awesome you know some other charities that that i support and listen it's been tough for charity this year so anyone oh listening to this i know i don't have a lot of listeners but if anybody on this uh you know leukemia lymphoma society they've struggled you know they're an event driven organization yeah you can't huge have events. events yeah no events oh, i know and the oh, work they do oh, is unreal but, very good pets. People are dropping pets off. I do, you know, trying to do as much as I can for, you know, you know, we love animals. Yeah. Uh, right now we have a dog, two cats, and a lizard in this house. A lizard? When did you all get, okay, when did you all get a lizard? Yeah, we've had it. Oh. Okay. So, uh, you know, people are just dropping pets off. You know, I know. Because they can't take care of them. They can't afford them. So, you know, you know, for all, those, for all the rhetoric and the people that scream on Twitter – 
Yeah, maybe put a little bit of that energy into helping someone this year. I agree, right? I mean, well, that's a good place to end is is just like yeah. to step up because it's really, I think, sad how many people need food assistance. You know, we, there are people in this country that have so much. And then to see that how many people need food assistance is, is just really and shocking. By the way, I know you told me in confidence, and I obviously you, now you know I can keep a secret. Um, congratulations to you. Oh, we haven't talked about it on this on this podcast. No, yet. because you told me after, and you said you were going to make an, a, like a public announcement. So I am pregnant. I'll be twenty four weeks pregnant on Thursday. You look and great. Thank you. So far, I mean, I feel like I'm four hundred pounds, but I've only yeah, gained same. like twenty. We're, we're we're on the same mother. <laughs> I feel like. But I'm not going to deliver a baby in 16 weeks. <laughs> 16, I know. And I don't get to drink. I don't get to enjoy any alcohol. But we're so excited. You know, obviously. You we had on one little glass of wine or you're not doing anything. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's because my OBGYN listens to my podcast, but she always, every time I see her, she tells me no drinking and drugs. I'm like, who do you, who do you think I am? Like, I'm not going to. Okay. The fact that she threw the drugs in there is not a good sign. I know. Exactly. I keep saying to her, why? <laughs> anyway. Um, no. no I, but I've heard, I, I've heard a glass of wine can be very good for the baby and you. Right? I think so, of, too. But I, red wine. Red wine, not white wine. Oh, well. Anyway, I'm I'm a little paranoid, so I'm not doing anything. Yeah, no, that's smart. That's this, smart. This baby is getting a lot of carrot sticks and hummus. That's it. And you know, it's due April fifteenth, yeah, tax listen, day. Tax day. Wow. I know. So uh, it's so, exciting. Uh, real quick, serious question though: Are you you're going to wait after you give birth to get the vaccine? I would assume because probably you're not in any category that would get it anyway before April fifteenth. So. No reason to worry about it. Patrick, you know, I am a millennial, you know, very young. And yep. um, so I, I'm probably the last to get You're borderline it. borderline millennial. <laughs> I'm a very young 38-year-old, very spry. So, you know, I'm I'm the last to get it. And I can't get it pregnant anyhow. So well, Unless you're AOC, then you jump the line, right? Then you jump the line. Um, yes. But anyway, so we're so excited. We have, you know, we're very grateful this Christmas because um, obviously we've wanted this for a while. So it's it's really cool that it's happening. The last thing I'd like to end with, too, beside helping charities and frontline workers, unbelievable year for 2020. Um, I, I do want to shout out to all, it's going to sound self-serving, but all, all the reporters and journalists who do every day go out, get the facts, are on the front lines, dealing with COVID, dealing with the protests, dealing with, um, you know, you know, calling out journalists as fake this and, yeah. you know, I will say, you know, some some failed this year, but a lot, especially at our station and in the market and local journalists this year stepped up through very difficult circumstances being being, you know, put out basically on the street to work from their cars to working from home, putting on a newscast from the technical side just a great job to to all those journalists this year who really stepped up and uh no, you, it, that's true. And I mean, I have to say that about you and the Fox 5 newsroom. Obviously, I don't work at another news station, so I don't know. But the reporters in there are truly about getting the facts right. Yeah, they're amazing. nonpartisan. They're really, I mean, they really love and take their job seriously. And they've they've been put in some wild situations with the protests and everything yeah, this and year. They've stayed po- and they've yeah. stayed positive through it all for the most part. And, um, you know, kudos to them. And I just, I did, I did want to give them a shout out. 
before we No, that's up. that's a perfect way to end it. All right, Patrick. Well, we'll be back Sorry, next week. Have a great Christmas. Yes. And, um, we'll talk. We'll talk. We're going to be off next week, and okay. then we'll be back. And when we come back, we'll 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 probably be on the day of the um, special election. Oh my God, that'll be huge. Okay, Patrick. Merry Christmas to you and the right, fam. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.